Tom Cruise gets pissed off. Is this another example of a spoiled actor being woke? Not so sure about that. AOC is bucking the old Democrat swamp. And finally, I'll be able to take a bitch and shower. This is another Trump win. You're listening to Gene, and this is Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Let's get right into it. So, the first thing is, this is more of a um, culture thing than anything else. But I think it's important that we begin to acknowledge the culture a little bit and go from there. So Tom Cruise, the star of Mission Impossible, the the Mission Impossible film series, had a bit of a fit during the filming of Mission Impossible Seven in England. Now there are a couple of amazing things about this rant. Uh, the first is that there is actually a Mission Impossible Seven. I can't believe. I've never seen any of the Mission Impossibles. I didn't like Mission Impossible in the seventies. So. I can't believe they've come up with seven Mission Impossibles. Uh, Tom Cruise is like, I don't know, 300 years old. I don't know how long he can keep going with this, but apparently is. But there are a couple things we're going to talk about after his rant. It's a rather long rant, but I think it's worth listening to. Cruise was pissed off because folks in his filming crew... Uh, we're not social distancing and we're not wearing masks during filming. Okay, so let's listen to this. You're back here in Hollywood making movies right now because of us. Because they believe in us and what we're doing. I'm on the phone with every studio at night. Insurance companies. Producers. And they're looking at us and using us to make their movies. We are creating thousands of jobs, you I don't ever want to see it again. Ever. And if you don't do it, you're fired. And I see you do it again, you're gone. And anyone on this crew does it. That's it. And you too, and you too, and you. Don't you ever do it again. That's it. No apologies. You can tell it to the people that are losing their f***ing homes because our industry is shut down. It's not going to put food on their table or pay for their college education. That's what I sleep with every night. In the future, the f***ing industry So I'm sorry, I'm beyond your apologies. I have told you, and now I want it. And if you don't do it, you're at We are not shutting this movie down! Is it understood? If I see it again, you're gone. And so are you. So you're going to cost him his job. And I see it on the set, you're gone. And you're gone. That's it. Am I clear? Do you understand what I want? Do you understand the responsibility that you have? Because I will deal with your reason. And if you can't be reasonable, and I can't deal with your logic, you're fired. That's 
Okay, <laughs> this, was, <coughs> this was not exactly the most politically correct statement that Tom Cruise ever made, um, but I don't know if this was, I, oh, I don't know if this was really a bad thing. So, the first thing we're going to need to talk about is the negative here. Okay, first thing at first is Tom Cruise needs to work on his managerial skills. Um, yelling and cussing just makes you look out of control. And you actually do lose some of your, your validation when it comes to your complaints. Okay. Um, yeah, I, 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 I think the F-bombs and the... Yeah, I, I, I just think that this isn't a great way to motivate the troops. Newt Rockney on from uh, Notre Dame doesn't have anything on Tom Cruise. Uh, it, or Tom Cruise doesn't have anything on Newt Rockney. This is not a, a real thing. Um, yelling and cussing just makes him look completely out of control. Maybe that's not a good thing, bad thing. I don't know. Um, here's the other thing. When you're ripping on everyone, never call people out. Now, I've been in a managerial or directorship positions, regional manager positions. This, calling people specifically out just causes derision between the employees. So employee one who had nothing to do with why Tom Cruise is pissed off gets pissed at employee two who had everything to do with um, Tom Cruise being pissed off. I find this amazing because in A Few Good Men, a bunch of guys, a couple of guys killed a fellow soldier because he pissed off the rest of the men. This is not a good thing. And not to mention, this could lead to a lawsuit, though I don't know how that works considering this happened in England and not the United States. I I'm just saying, okay, tone it down a little bit. Now, here's the thing with Tom Cruise. He had some really good points in his rant, but they were lost in the screaming and the anger. And they just made him look like a pissy little bitch. I, and this is not a thing. A better way to handle this would be that Tom should have actually spoken to other direct the director or other producers. I think Tom Cruise probably was producing this film. So he did have some money on this whole thing. And then talk to them and then go off. Now, maybe he did that. I don't know. Uh, but it's kind of like, okay, dude, dude, you lost control. The rant was way too long. You do not have to throw a fit for two and a half minutes or three minutes. Um you would have had the same effect by saying, I will fire your ass after 30 seconds. That's all. And then walked away and go had his Dom Perignon over in his private, uh, wherever he was. So, I, yeah, I think it was kind of overdone. And here's the last thing. Never do 
shit like this in a hot mic. Never make it so that someone could actually throw you under the bus by showing what you did. Now, with all that being said, I need to make clear of what I think of Tom Cruise right off the bat. I think he's nuts. I think he's a high-level Scientologist, which is nuts. His behavior on and off camera has been erratic. Uh, I remember him jumping around like a monkey while explaining how he was in love on the Oprah Winfrey show. Was nuts. His acting is very iffy. He plays the same kind of guy in every movie he's in. The innocent, young, blah, blah, blah. Now, granted, Tom Cruise is far older than I am by about five years, but he can still play a 25-year-old. Good for him. I'm not bitter or jealous. Maybe a little. But, I mean, his acting is exactly the same. He always plays a victim. Fine. That's good. I hated Top Gun. I thought Top Gun was one of the worst movies ever made that made billions of dollars but outside of that Tom Cruise may not have been wrong here so I need to make clear what exactly happened I'm going to do something I've never done in my adult life and adult life where my girlfriend my fiance my ex-wife always thought Tom Cruise was like the bee's knees. Like this guy had a 12-inch schlong and things like that. I, 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 I'm going to defend Tom Cruise. Sounds kind of weird. Okay, so let's go. Where's the defense here? He is in the position of authority. Whether he had the authority or not, he's earning 25 to $30 million dollars for this film, and that money is guaranteed. He's going to make that money no matter what. It doesn't matter if the film is shut down. It doesn't matter if the film is a flop. This guy is going to make money. I think he's probably a producer, which would get him more money on top of his salary. So, it's not like this guy needs to work. Right? He has every right to be pissed off because people are not following protocols. He's right in that 65, 60% of businesses in England, which is where this was actually being filmed, are shut down. And people are losing their homes and going hungry while they're making a freaking movie. Though he didn't say it, the film folks are privileged to be able to be working. He's right that the workers for the film will be out of work if they shut down the shoot because there is a China virus outbreak. The shoot had been shut down twice in the previous three months because of COVID outbreaks, and the production was way behind. Now, granted, if he's a producer, he's losing money on that, and that's fine. He's a capitalist. He's trying to make money on the movie. 
I have no problem with this. Good for him. He's right that they will all they all had to follow the protocols that have been defined by the film company and the country that they are in, in this case, Great Britain. Follow the freaking rules. Hey, you know something? I see a lot of <coughs> video on Twitter where some guy walks into a freaking Walmart without a mask and they're assaulted by other people. There was just one this week. Where the guy didn't refuse to wear a mask in Walmart and somebody dumped a load of water or whatever on him. I don't have a problem with that. Walmart wants you to wear a mask when you walk into their stores. Now, where that comes from is irrelevant. The private company wants you to wear a freaking mask. Wear a mask. If the country that you're in, where you're working, wants you to wear a mask, wear a mask. They want you to social distance, social distance. That's what they want. You don't like it? Go back to the United States in wherever you're going and don't social distance, don't wear a mask, and be broke. I will always wear a mask everywhere I go because they require it. Now, do I think masks are great? No. Because I think they don't work. I don't think social distancing... I think social distancing works. But I don't think wearing a mask works. I don't think sticking myself in a home works. I don't think it does anything. But the reality is, if that's what they want, that's what you do. And if you can't apply to that in business or in a foreign country, F you. Go back to your country and don't do it. You should be fired. And that's my last point. These people should be fired. Him, Tom Cruise, threatening that these people can't follow the rules of their job. They can't be fired. And by the way, the rules of their job are not just from the country, but it's also from the film studio. You can't follow social distancing rules. You can't follow masking rules. F you, lose your job. Who cares? And then go figure out and then whine and cry that the Democratic Congress hasn't given you money. F you. I don't like the way Tom Cruise handled this. Bad managerial skills. Apparently, he handles it, he handled it again, and five people quit. Good for them. Quit. Bye, ciao, and go find yourself a breadline someplace. But there are a couple things that we need to remember. The first thing, one must comply with the laws of the country you're in. You don't have to like it, but you have to do what you have to do. Two, one must comply with the rules of the business that you're working in. And business, and the business is the one that you're either frequenting or the one that you're working for. If they want you to wear a mask in the business, you wear the mask. If you want to work in a business and they require a mask and social distancing, you do what they ask you to do, period. You are not a free citizen at that point. 
or you don't have to work for them. Three, I'm old. I'm an old school employee. Getting yelled at is nothing new. If some guy is yelling at me because I didn't do what he asked me specifically to do, or she, doesn't matter. I had a gal when I was working for a defense contractor who yelled at me because I didn't do what she wanted me to do. She had two choices. I could have been fired or she could sit and discipline me. And then I could sit back and listen to her. And four, this shows the hypocrisy of the left. One of the things he should have said is that do what I this is a do as I say, not do as I do. There's no science behind any of what Tom Cruise was yelling at. But I mean, that's what the company wanted to do. Do you think if Tom Cruise in um Mission Impossible 47 or whatever it was. I know it was Mission Impossible 7, but it's going to be 17, 18, 19. Do you think that if Tom Cruise didn't wear a mask or socially distance, would have been prosecuted the way these people were? Of course not. It's about the elite. The leader saying... I'm making 25 to 30 million. Listen to me. And do what I tell you to do, whether I do it or not. I don't think this was a bad thing. I don't think Tom Cruise was, in general, unjustified for throwing his fit. And I will not make this into something that was a bad thing. Because if I did the same thing at work, and people started yelling at my ass, I'd be kind of like, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir, or yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am, because we're in this world where we got to worry about that. It's going to be, yes, I will do what you ask me to do. End of freaking story. So I'm not going to blame Tom Cruise for throwing an absolute hissy fit. Let him throw his hissy fit. I don't think he should have done it the way he did, but he did get over it and do what he frickin' asks if you want to keep your job. If you don't want to do it, you can travel back to America, um, probably travel free, and then wait for Nancy Pelosi to come up with some sort of stimulus packages. I, I, whatever. It's just weird. And I don't think it's a bad thing. So let's go. Um, Representative AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, said that Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer should be removed as the progressive leaders in the House and the Senate. AOC was being interviewed by left-wing pod, uh, a left-wing podcast called The Intercept. I find it amazing that AOC will only talk to left-wing platforms. Seems kind of cowardly to talk to all the people who agree with her, but the, that's what she does. These are people who aren't going to push back, even when it comes to progressive platforms. 
So, here's the interview between AOC and the Intercepts, uh, Jeremy Shahill. I, I think that's how you pronounce it. I don't know. Um, so, Shahill says, Isn't it this grounds, though, to take a stand and say, quote, No, I'm sorry, Nancy Pelosi should not be the speaker and Chuck Schumer should not be the leader. AOC said, I do think that we need new leadership in the Democratic Party. I think one of the things that I have struggled with, I think that a lot of people struggle with, is the internal dynamics of the House has made it such that there is very little succession. I think it's easy for one to say, quote, oh, well, you know, why don't you run? But the house is extraordinarily complex, and I'm not ready. I can't be me. I know that I couldn't do the job. And so even conservative members of the party who think Nancy Pelosi is far too liberal for them don't necessarily have any viable alternatives. In other words, she's too much of a coward to freaking stick her neck out. And she's actually admitting right off the bat that she's not qualified to do what Nancy Pelosi does because she's not a politician. She's a bullshit artist. So Jeremy Shahill says, kind of pushing AOC here, are Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer ready to say Pelosi and Schumer need to go? AOC says, I think so. The hesitancy that I have is that I want to make sure that if we're pointing people in a direction, that we have a plan, which they don't have. And my concern, and this acknowledge as a failing, this I acknowledge as a failing, as something that we need to sort out, is that there isn't a plan. How do we fill the vacuum? Because if you create that vacuum... There's so many nefarious forces at play to fill the vacuum with something even worse. Whenever there is a challenge, it kind of collapses. And I think is the result of just many years of power being concentrated in leadership with a lack of real grooming and the next generation of leader. Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer are progressives, but they're not radicals. They are politicians, not leftists. They know, this is me talking, by the way. They know what they can get away with, and they know what they can't. People like AOC, Ilhan Omar, and the rest of the squad have no idea what they can actually do to make their party successful or make their belief system successful. Yet their opinions continue to hold a lot of weight. The AOC, who, by the way, AOC disappears for a long period of time. She will sit back, she will be made to look like a complete idiot, and she'll just disappear. And then she comes back. AOC disappeared before the election for three months. She never said anything stupid right until it looked like Joe Biden won the election. 
This is going to be really bad for the Democratic Party in the long run because the Democratic Party looks and is fractured. It, things are not going to get better as long as AOC keeps hanging around and her stupid left-wing news media outlets keep freaking stroking her. It's not going to work. Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer are on, they're on the last wings of their political careers. Nancy Pelosi's 82 years old. Let's, let's call it what it is. She's done. Chuck Schumer, he's just an idiot. No one likes Chuck Schumer. But Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer are also just, they're progressives that are, they're radical. They are radical. But they're trying to keep the Democratic Party together and you got dumbasses like AOC, Ilhan Omar, Rashida Tlaib that just keep tearing it apart. This is going to be a thing in the next few years. So just watch it. Next two years. AOC just needs to win her district by a couple hundred votes. I mean, seriously, she she is in a district that, you know, if you win 10,000 votes, you win the election. Ilhan Omar, I, I'm having a hard time believing she's going to be someone relevant in about two years because she is so corrupted. Rashida Tlaib's just a dumbass. The other one with the bald head is just a dumbass. I don't think things are going to work out well for them. So we'll have to see. And I'm so freaking happy to see all this fracturing of the Democratic Party. I think it's a great thing. The last story from the Daily Wire, and it's not really an important story. I'm not going to talk a lot about it. The Trump administration has rolled back the Obama-era rule change that placed new standards on showerheads in order to decrease daily water usage and increase cons conservation. A federal, a federal regulation the president has repeatedly derided as burdensome. So what does this mean? This means that we can take showers with as much water as we want. Before the Obama administration actually put a mandate of 2.5 gallons per, per minute as a limit on showerheads. Okay, so from the Department of Energy, uh, just so you, you get where we're going. Congress has mandated a 2.5 gallon per minute limit on showerheads. DOE's definition, now in line with the consensus standard, from the American Society of Mechanical Engineers states that each showerhead can emit to a statutory limit. The prior definition, as interpreted by the Obama administration in 2013, stated that a device with multiple showerheads could release 2.5 gallons per minute for the entire device. Today's change will allow manufacturers to offer consumers new products that can provide a more provide more water and more comfort. The Secretary of Energy, Dan Brulier, in a statement 
said on Tuesday, Today, the Trump administration affirmed the commitment to reducing regulatory burdens on, and safeguarding consumer choice. With these rule changes, Americans can choose products that are best suited to meet their individual needs and the needs of their families. Now, where did this come from? Well, Trump said this last summer. Maybe you remember. I'm sure you do. But Trump said this summer, So, showerheads. You take a shower. The water doesn't come out. You wash your hands. The water doesn't come out. So, what do you do? You just stand there longer. Or you take a shower longer. Because my hair, I don't know about you, but it has to be perfect. Perfect. By the way, this law actually applies to washing machines too. This just shows how stupid environmental regulations are. Trump is saying that people should make their own choices on what they want to use as a showerhead or a washing machine. And by the way, he said this for the last four years. You make your decisions on what you want to do and what you think are more important. Here's the thing, and this is the overall this is the overall takeaway from this. A regulation kills freedom of choice. Regulating all aspects of life kills all freedom of choice. This may not look like much, but it does just chip away at the government's desire to take away our rights. Today, it is a showerhead. It is our the water that our washing, washing machine takes in. Tomorrow, it will be our rights to bear arms and defend ourselves. Finally, we'll not be able to say that abortion is wrong. Remember what I said yesterday. Khrushchev said this. Communism is just a single dose or a partial dose that injects itself into capitalism until capitalism is completely shown away. If you have any questions about this, look at what's happened with the LGB community back in the 90s. At the time, they said, just acknowledge us as I'm gay and I want to be with a man and I'm gay and I want to be with a woman. Then we went to, you have to force us. You need to allow us to be married. And Christian groups have sat back and said, well, it's not really marriage. And now we've got transsexuals who are teaching kids and now we're allowing transsexual kid quote transsexual kids, kids who have um, mental problems, to determine whether they want to be male or female. I it, it, all this stuff is happening. You cannot give an inch because they will take a mile. A man is not a woman. A woman is not a man. Well, I should be able to take a shower with three gallons per minute of water. I should be able to wash my clothes to make sure there's enough water in that washing machine that gets rid of 
all of the soap in that washing machine. Communism does the same thing. Communism says you don't need this much to eat. Communism says you don't need that much to drink. Communism says, after all of that other stuff, um, you don't need to eat meat. You can eat vegetables. You don't need to eat cow. You need to eat dog. This is the whole problem with the philosophy of the left. The philosophy of the left, which are made by elites, and if you haven't listened to Ben Shapiro's podcast today, you should. The, the elites are those that have, who are sitting back and telling you that they have more seniority or they have more understanding than you do. Typically, it's because they have um, college degrees in worthless bullshit. Dr. Jill in Biden's administration calling herself a doctor and she's basically just a doctor, has a doctorate in education, which doesn't teach you shit. Um, That's what they're basically saying. Listen to me. Don't listen to him. Don't listen to Gene, who's only got a BA in English literature. Listen to me. I've got a doctorate in EDD, which is education. Um, I know. And listen to all those people that know. Listen to the elites. Well, here's the problem. The elites do not have to suffer. They'll always be taken care of. Okay, you can follow me on you can follow me on Parlor at Dumbasses Talking Politics. You can follow me on Twitter at Runninfool, R-U-N-N-I-N-F-E-W-L. You can download or listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Podcast Addicts, Stitcher, and YouTube. Visit my website at www.dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Thank you.